welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by leading innovators to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of innovation consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. This episode is another My Favorite Tip episode. Title's probably pretty self-explanatory. It's about my favorite tip from each of the interviews I conduct. So I use this format because I sometimes feel myself as a podcast listener that I just want to get in, get the most amount of value from an episode, and then get out. So my guest today is Adam Alter. Adam is an Associate Professor of Marketing at New York University's Stern School of Business. Adam is the New York Times bestselling author of two books, Irresistible, which considers why so many people today are addicted to so many behaviours from incessant smartphone and internet use to video game playing and online shopping, and Drunk Tank Pink, which investigates how hidden forces in the world around us shape our thoughts, feelings and behaviours. Adam has also written for The New York Times, The New Yorker, The Washington Post, The Atlantic, Wired, Slate, HuffPost and Popular Science, among other publications. In this extract of our interview, we talk about goal setting and why Adam is not a fan. I, you know, I've thought a lot about goal setting and about the nature of goals, and I've written a bit about it as well. I, I think the concept of the goal is useful because it obviously sets a signpost for you. It tells you in which direction to point your efforts and you know, your, your desires and whatever resources you have. And so that's very useful. You need to know at least that much in order to sort of function in the world. I think there's an element of goal setting that's a little bit broken for me, and it's inherently broken. And it's this idea that a goal basically means that until you reach the goal state, you're inherently failing. You're in a failure state. And until you reach the goal state, you're still failing, 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 failing until you reach the goal and then you succeed. But the way humans work, we we tend to escalate whenever we, we achieve a goal. We don't really rest on our laurels. We don't really get much joy from achieving a goal. This is true about small goals and big goals. And so goal setting where you were in a failure state, then you reach success, you don't get that much joy, you set a new goal, this sort of iterative process of goal setting, failure state, success, failure state, success, I, I think it's not all that fulfilling. It's useful in a very grand sense to know what you want, what you want to achieve. And so I, I sort of try to sit down for a couple of hours a month and really think about in which direction I'm aiming my whatever, my time, my, my resources, my efforts. But I try not to set goals. The alternative to goals that I really like, this is something that Scott Adams um, described, is known as systems instead of goals. And a system basically says that instead of saying, for example, my goal is I want to write 100,000 words, let's say that's your goal. Instead of doing that, you reframe it and say, my system is that every morning for an hour, I'm going to write and I'm going to write 500 words. And obviously, eventually, that's going to amount to 100,000 words. But you don't think of it that way. You think of it basically as a system. This is my system for achieving that end state. And so that each day you're reinforcing yourself with, with uh, essentially being able to achieve something and uh, fulfilling what you set for yourself with that system. And so I'll do that sometimes where I'll say, I'm going to write 500 words today. It's going to be in the first couple of hours of the day. Of course, in a sense, if you reframe it, that's a goal. But because it's just a systematic way of approaching the world, you're not going to be critical about what you're writing. You're just going to sort of crank it out. Uh, it tends to be a lot more fulfilling and people feel much more motivated by that than they do by by long-range goal setting. So how then, like let's just say you want to work on a new book, like how? what is the language that, that you're then using? Because obviously the, the the idea of writing your next book, how can that not be a goal? Like because, you know, you'd have the goal to, um, you know, whether you work with the same publisher or get a new publisher, that becomes a goal. Then writing the actual, you know, 
60,000 word or however many word manuscript like how how would you then frame that in in your mind and how would you even make that decision without it not being a goal if that makes sense no it makes total sense yeah that's that's why i think that goals are extremely useful as as general signposts so knowing that i want to have another book written in 4 or 5 years or 3 years or whatever it may be that's it that's essential if you want to frame that as a goal that's totally fine i think that that makes sense uh, getting there and using the term goal as we generally use it as a way of saying, I have this goal now, what am I going to do to get there? I try not to use that way of thinking about, about that particular outcome that I'm trying to achieve. Instead, I'll say, all right, let's look at this. So I want to have a book written in, let's say I sign a book contract and it's 24 months. So it's two years. How many words do I need to have written? And when am I going to write those words? And what's my system going to be for getting there? So instead of making it this kind of very general and generic long-range goal, it becomes this daily thing that I will be doing every day. And when you add that up over time, that system produces the outcome you're looking for. It's just not seen as this huge kind of overarching goal that that means that until you reach that, you're in, in that failure state. And I, f- I find that pretty helpful. I think it's so interesting, the idea around once you set a goal, you are in a failure state. That That's so powerful. It's funny, I really struggle with, with goal-setting Myself, I remember that that kind of famous article in HBR, I think it was called Goals Gone Wild or something like that, that just talks about all the problems with goal setting, but I found was, so what do you do instead? And I do like that idea of systems or even just, you know, the goal being this signpost, but uh, I guess, you know, more focusing on the process or the systems of how, you know, how you're going to get to that end state. I think that's, that's absolutely fascinating. Yeah, I, I think it's just basically backward engineers the process just a little bit, and it, it's it, it's not it's not that you don't have goals or you don't have signposts or you don't have end states that you're trying to achieve, and obviously that's a hallmark of goal setting. It's that instead of treating it like you know I'm failing until I reach that goal, like let's say you want to run a marathon or you want to write a certain number of words or whatever it is, until you do that, obviously you haven't succeeded. But it's saying to to do that, I would need to run this much each week or I'd need to write this much each week. And then because it's more bite-sized and because it's much more sort of discrete, you can say each day is essentially a sort of small success in the service of that ultimate outcome. And and it does seem to work for, for a lot of people. Hello, me again. I hope this extract made you think a bit differently about goal setting. It definitely changed the way I view goals in my own life. And I just love the idea that as soon as you set a goal, you're in a failure state, which is so unmotivating. And instead, thinking about what is the daily habit that you need to do in order to achieve the bigger outcome at the end. So that's it for today. If you like this excerpt, you might want to listen to my full chat with Adam, which I linked to in the show notes. And if you're enjoying how I work, why not take five seconds to leave a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this? Leaving reviews makes it much easier for other people to find this podcast. And thank you to everybody who has left five-star reviews and written some lovely words. It truly does make my day. So that's it for today and I'll see you next time.